Hi, this is Mom Knows Everything, and I'm Mom, but you can call me Erin. I'm here to answer kids' questions, one who, what, when, where, or why, at a time. Today on the show... Why do we wear bathing suits if they're not entirely waterproof? Well, bathing suits aren't actually about waterproofness at all. They're more about the right amount of coverage and the right type of fabric. After all, we can't wear nothing. Well, okay, we can wear nothing, but not too many of us are particularly comfortable with that notion, whether it's us wearing the nothing or everyone around us wearing nothing. But I guess if you're the sort that is totally cool with wearing nothing, there are definitely places that you can swim in your birthday suit with other like-minded wear-nothing enthusiasts. On the other hand, we certainly can't cover ourselves from head to toe in heavy fabrics and such either. Okay, fine, we can do that too. I mean, if you're the sort that prefers to deep dive in the middle of the Atlantic rather than wade in the shallow end of the community pool, then you're probably looking at the head-to-toe, wetsuit, flippers, and breathing apparatus type of outfit. So, if we're just talking about your everyday dip in the local swimming hole, neither of these options make sense, and we need to find some happy middle ground. And a pair of jeans is not a good middle ground choice for underwater fun. Here's looking at you, Aquaman. I mean, have you ever tried swimming in jeans? First of all, denim is heavy. And when it soaks up all the water, suddenly you're wearing pants that can weigh roughly the same as your grandpa's 1960 Lincoln Continental. And then they start to get kind of stiff and they stick to you in weird ways so that you can't actually move your legs properly. So, in the end, you get weighed down and you can't move properly to get back up. And when you're underwater, that's a pretty serious problemo, my friend. Luckily, we've managed to figure out a balance between a full suit and a birthday suit. Something that lets us move and float easily, but helps us stay covered and feel good around other people. So, in the end, it's not so much about staying dry in a waterproof outfit. Bathing suits are more about safety, modesty, and a little bit of fashion. People have spent a heck of a lot of time working out ways to swim without drowning or dying of embarrassment. And actually, it turns out that the first mentions of swimming in classical art depict people swimming nude. Truly, swimming naked just kind of makes sense. You can move and float freely in the water, reducing the risk of being weighed down or pulled under, and you don't have to wait around for your clothes to dry out afterwards. But moving into the Middle Ages, people began to feel uncomfortable with the idea of nudity, to the point where swimming was generally discouraged. And if you did choose to swim, there were laws in some places that if you didn't cover up, you could be charged a fine. 
So rather than having a run-in with the local police officer, it was generally easier to just choose not to swim. Boring. Seriously, people were super bored. And swimming is super fun. So, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And by the 18th century, people found a way, albeit a thoroughly uncomfortable way. Wool and flannel, mm-hmm, the stuff we wear all winter long to keep us warm and cozy on snowy nights, that became the fabric of choice for what was called a bathing gown. Basically, you wore a full dress made of the heaviest fabric around to take a dip. While it was totally impractical for actual swimming, you could rest assured that no one would catch a glimpse of your bits as these sturdy clothes were guaranteed not to become transparent when wet. This insanity kept up for nearly 200 years, before we finally realized that if swimming was going to be considered a healthy activity, a competitive sport, or just plain fun, we needed to seriously reconsider how we dressed for it. But for women specifically, that would still come with its challenges. Enter Annette Kellerman. She did it all. She was a writer, an actor, a vaudeville star, a tightrope walker, a health guru, a costume designer, even the first woman to appear nude on film. But that wasn't enough for her. She was intent on adding professional swimmer to her resume. Doing that would require wearing significantly less wool in the water. Annette was quoted as saying... There is no reason why you should wear those awful overcoats, those awkward, lumpy, quote-unquote, bathing suits, than there is wearing lead chains. Heavy bathing suits have caused more deaths by drowning than cramps. I am certain there isn't a single reason under the sun why everybody should not wear lightweight suits. Anyone who persuades you to wear the heavy, skirty kind is endangering your life. So she became an inventor and created the first practical swimsuit for women, a one-piece, form-fitting suit that allowed her to move quickly through the water, but still covered her legs and torso completely so as not to shock the other swimmers too much. But... Shock them she did, and although she may have been arrested for indecency at one beach, she started a revolution in swimwear that focused on safety and sensibility. But not all of us like to swim, or even get wet at all. There are those of us who certainly love a sun-soaked sandy beach, or a poolside under a parasol. And we definitely want to be part of the swimmer's scene, looking the part and all. So, of course, the bathing suit had to go through some more growing pains and transform from just functional to fashionable. Sure, one-piece suits had become sleeker, speedier, and yes, even prettier. But the invention of the bikini took swimwear from a contentious item of clothing with 
dangerous beginnings to a coveted fashion item, barely covering the bodies of every woman under the blazing sun. Designed by Louis Réard in 1946, the bikini was expected to be explosive, sending shockwaves through the fashion industry. After all, it was named for the nuclear bomb testing that had happened on the Bikini Atoll Islands that same year. Swimwear was no longer just for those that wanted to get some exercise or compete professionally. It was now for everyone, water babies and landlubbers alike. Now, after all that, it turns out that there actually are swimsuits that are waterproof. Who knew? Like I said at the beginning, if you're the type who wants to deep dive in the freezing waters of the Atlantic Ocean, you might need something a little more technical than an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini. You'll probably want a dry suit. It's exactly what it sounds like. A full-body suit that protects us from the elements, and it's waterproof. Divers, boaters, Nearly anyone who works or plays in cold or contaminated water will want one of these. And if you really want to stay dry underwater, you'll probably have some other cool gear to go with it, like a neck guard, a helmet, gloves. Heck, you can even get shoes to go with your dry suit. All this gear and more will let you jump into any body of water and come out just as dry and warm and lovely as when you jumped in. Just ask James Bond. He's been known to swim up from the depths to the shore of a beach party and reveal a perfectly pressed tuxedo, ready to schmooze with the rest of the guests, drip-free. Of course, if you're not James Bond, and you have no strong ambitions of swimming with sharks, the dry suit might not be the most practical option for you. While the everyday swimwear that we know and love today may not actually be waterproof, we've done a pretty good job of creating a garment that lets us stay safe and have fun while we're splashing around with our friends and family. And if you're still not into the part where you get wet, you can bet that you'll look fabulous chilling on the sand. Good question, Billy. If this episode tickled your intellect and you'd like to learn more, I recommend checking out the show notes and clicking on the link to explore the amazing library at Epic. With over 40,000 ebooks and audiobooks to choose from, you're bound to find out more about our finicky fashion choices. Click the link today to start your family's free trial on Epic. Mom Knows Everything is an independently made podcast, and your support is so appreciated. If you enjoy the show, subscribe on your favorite podcast provider, and don't forget to rate and review. If you'd like to learn some fun facts or get in touch, you can reach out through Facebook and Twitter at Mom Knows Why. Feel free to say hi and ask your burning questions. You never know, your question might just be on the next episode. Thanks for listening and join us for our next question where we won't take I don't know for an answer.